Fan Graphs Audio. I'm Carson Sestouli. Uh, as we have for several weeks now, we bring in the curator of our excellent Q&A series um, and handsome gentleman, Mr. David Lorla, to, um, to introduce for us some audio he's captured um, out in the field. David, uh, David Lorla, are you there? I am here, Carson. Um, what, what do we now? I think we have today a uh, an audio clip from Luis Exposito. Who is Luis Exposito? That's a good question, Carson. I think that only Orioles fans and uh, people who follow the Red Sox minor league league leaguers know who Luis is, and I think that's really what interested me. I went to Fenway Park this weekend uh, planning to interview an Oriole or two for Fangraphs Audio, and I certainly had uh, my eyes on some bigger names, but then, lo and behold, I'm standing on the field uh, when the Orioles came out to stretch on their first day, and I saw Luis Exposito, and I thought, him. And the reason for that, Carson, is he had just got ca- gotten called up. Um, he was going to make his major league debut, and I am a sucker for major league debuts. I think maybe because I've done so much work in the minor leagues in the last few years, and uh, that is why Luis Exposito. Um, the who is basically he was a 31st-round draft pick in 2005 by the Red Sox. Um, he's from Miami, and he had a little bit of trouble early in his career. He had a disciplinary issue which caused him to miss some time. And then he sort of muddled along as just another guy. Um, he's a catcher, and I think he hit about 240 last year in AAA. And um, <clears throat> the Red Sox designated him for assignment a few weeks ago to clear a roster spot for um, Nate Spears. Not to clear a roster spot for, you know, a big-name player, but, you know, Nate Spears. So uh, Luis Exposito is... Uh, you know, maybe he's going to prove us wrong. He's he's just a guy, but he's a guy who is now a major league player, at least temporarily. Well, we talked about this a couple weeks ago um, when we listened to that audio with Jack Cust. Um, I think, you know, we discussed a little bit the degree to which perhaps Jack Cust's experience, uh, you know, going uh, between the majors and the minors, having some success in the majors and and having other, uh, you know, certainly lower points that would bring him back to the minor leagues, how that might be more representative, or, or I should say representative of, of the experience of more uh, baseball players than, you know, for example, talking with a, uh, well, no, I did this last time, uh, Jose Batista, who, of course, has his own story. Uh, but in terms of someone who is a, is a celebrated prospect, makes it to the major leagues and stays there. No, absolutely. Um, a few hundred people, you know, players rather make their debut every year. And this year, I think there are 50 already. And some of them are named Harper and Cespedes and Darvish, but others are named um, Luis Exposito. Ryan Flaherty is another Oriole who made his debut. He's a Rule 5 guy, so it was really, you know, either Flaherty's going to play or he's going back to the Cubs. Um, a difference being, I believe Flaherty was a first or, or second round pick. Um, I think my favorite debut guy this year was uh, Cheshuan Lin um, of the Red Sox, who is from Taiwan. 
and he was up for one day, um, got into the game as a defensive replacement, and uh, he almost uh, <clears throat> had a – how can I say this, Carson? He, he, he missed by one day an opportunity to never have an actual number in, in the big leagues. He played the day before Jackie Robinson Day, and um, another writer pointed this out to me at, at Fenway that day as, geez, what if he played tomorrow – wearing the number 42 and never got back to the big leagues is uh he really he'd have played his whole career with, without a number but uh as uh, it is Cheshwan war maybe 76 or 90 or something now i'm curious um most of what i know about the differences between the major and minor league lifestyle i think i've been taught by by the movie bull durham um i i probably also have you know could make some uh, speculative claims about it, but they would they would be just that. Do you have spent some time uh, both around minor leaguers in their clubhouses and, and around major leaguers in their clubhouses? Do you have a sense just of what the I guess even some of the logistical or material differences are between the majors and the high minors? Uh, well, the difference are, are night and day. Um, if you if you extend it to the low minors, the minimum salary which most players make in their first year is eleven hundred dollars a month. You know that's meal money for for major leaguers. That's tip money when when they go out to eat. Um, you know long bus rides. They you know eight, ten, twelve hour bus rides from city to city. It it is completely different. So <clears throat> when a player like Luis Exposito or Keishwan Lin or any of these others, when they come to the big leagues, their, their life changes dramatically, um, both the lifestyle and and monetarily. Are we, are um, we talking about uh, we're talking about four star hotels here? <laughs> well, I don't think they stay at four star hotels in uh, in the minor leagues. I think they stay in uh, in Howard Johnson's for, for the most part. Is there such thing as a as a no star hotel? Um, if there are no star hotels, I think there's some minor league players who could give you some pretty good good stories of them. Yeah. Um, a, a quick little um, long time <clears throat> minor league uh, analogy here. Um, Max St. Pierre made his big league debut two years ago with the Tigers, and I think he got into maybe four games. Um, he was also a catcher. He spent 14 years in the minor leagues, which is. You know, to me, that is the ultimate success story. It's you know, it matches something like Daniel Nava spending maybe eight or nine years in the, in the minors, and then homering on the first pitch. It's some of these guys just they stick around forever, um, just for that opportunity to maybe make the big leagues. And um, Luis Exposito is not that old. I believe he is 25. So he is by no means here you know, for two days, um, as far as age goes, if he can earn his way, you know, he may, as I think I mentioned him in the interview, be around for 10 years. It's just, you know, time will tell. Is there anything we need to know before we listen uh, to this specific audio of Exposito? I don't know if there's anything specific. Um, maybe I will add that there's a bit of irony in the the Exposito being let go, designated for assignment for, for Nate Spears to come up to Boston because um, the Orioles designated Josh Bell for assignment in order to sign Exposito. And going into the 2010 season, Josh Bell was the number two rated prospect in the Orioles system ahead of guys like Zach Britton and Jake Arrieta. So it's 
baseball is a funny game. You can't always make the assumption that your top prospects are the guys who are going to make it to the big leagues and your, uh, you know, and the nobodies, um, won't. And, uh, you know, maybe Luis Exposito is a little bit less of a nobody because A, he has played now parts of two games in the big leagues and, uh, B, he is going to be heard on Fangraphs Audio. Yeah, that's, that latter part is, is really, um, it's that, crucial. It, it confirms it, it makes a career person. It does. It does. All right. Well, uh, well, thank you, uh, David Lorla, for um, for talking with Luis Exposito and capturing the audio. It, it's always fun to talk to guys like Luis Exposito, Carson. All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, that is David Lorla, and here is David Lorla's conversation with Baltimore Orioles catcher Luis Exposito. Exposito, uh, Orioles catcher. At Expo, I've known you since you came into pro ball in 2006, so it sounds a little funny to me to say Orioles catcher. Now, how did that happen? Well, I, you know, I came in the spring training and, you know, just... With the Red Sox. With the Red Sox and, you know, and didn't, didn't really get too much playing time and, you know, I was, I was, I was ready for whatever was going to happen, you know, and I kind of wanted, I just wanted an opportunity. And I really wasn't seeing it over, you know, with the Red Sox. And, you know, thank God for what happened, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, it, it all worked out, you know, and, and it worked out to, to benefit myself and, you know, especially for my family and my future. Yeah, the Red Sox, of course, took you off the roster. They needed to make a roster move. Um, what, what did you see at the time? Were you, were you looking around the leagues, looking for opportunities anywhere? No, I just, you know, I, I really didn't didn't try to go out and look for anything. You know, I I knew that my hard work and dedication this off season was, you know, was going to pay off, and and you know it, it happened, and you know, sure enough, you know, Orioles picked me up, and you know, it was the best. And how did you find out you were coming from AAA up to the big leagues? It was the twelfth inning um, the other night in AAA. We're playing a extra inning game, and Ron Johnson told me. Hey, uh, you're going to go back out there, but you're going up to the big league, so, you know, don't get hurt. So I went and caught the final inning, and we were out right after the game. I started packing and flew up the next morning. Now, according to Buck Showalter, uh, RJ Ron Johnson is actually a big part of all you're here because a lot of listeners may not know that Ron Johnson used to manage you in the Red Sox system and apparently had some pretty good things to say about how you were playing. Yeah, well, you know, Throughout, throughout all the years in Boston, you know, I think I've done, you know, a good job and, you know, I've, I've done what I needed to do and, you know, I didn't, ha- I didn't have a, a good year to say, you know, number-wise last year, but, you know, I felt like I improved in areas I needed to improve and, you know, and it ain't going noticed. It's easy for any reporter after somebody makes his big league debut to say, so how did it feel? But I really don't even need to ask you that because I saw you in the dugout and uh, you looked as happy as I've ever seen you. It, it really is a, a yeah, big moment. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's a feeling like no other. And, you know, when you get to go out and, and just play, it's, it's definitely fun, you know. And, and I think that's, that's what, what I got over here. You know, I'm getting a chance to play and, and just, just go out there and let my abilities take over. And you not only made your debut the other night, you came in in extra innings. Yeah, that was... That was I was, I was, that was nice, you know, uh, you know, right off the bat, you know, I, they showed me they had that confidence in me, you know, the game on the line, you know, to throw me into the fire, and, 
you know, and, and I loved every second of it. I'm, I was, I was really happy that they trusted me to, to that extent. And then you got your first big league at, at bat also in the uh, top of the 13th inning. Yeah. Were you looking at that green wall here in Fenway Park? No, no. It's, I was just trying. To, I was just trying to get the my first hit out of the way, you know, and facing Scott Atchison, I was, I was kind of neat. You know, I caught him all year last year, and, you know, coming, the first guy facing the major leagues is him, you know, so. And you went up hacky, you weren't oh, yeah. taking pitches. Yeah, I knew he was going to throw me a cutter, you know, I just, unfortunately, I couldn't, couldn't get a hit, but, you know, it was all, it's all good. So your line drive that you hit to the right fielder, was that, were you looking right field knowing you Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's always my approach, you know, I like to say, you know, right center field, you know, and. And I'll work, you know, if they throw me in, I'll, I'll react to it. But, you know, for the most part, that's that's my that's my strong point when I say the other way. Yeah, once again, I'm here with Luis Exposito. Are you the Orioles' secret weapon here against the Red Sox with your knowledge of the pitchers? Well, I wouldn't say so. You know, nowadays they got all the scouting and fine scouting reports and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I'm just trying to have fun out here. Okay, a couple of more really quick things for Luis Exposito. Uh, this is your major league debut this weekend. Although you were up very briefly with Boston last year, you simply just didn't get to play. Yeah, I just I, I went up as you know, more of a security security issue. You know, Tech was a little banged up last year and salty at one point. You know, and it was still an opportunity a lot of people don't get. You know, just get called up, and I was activated. I just I didn't, I didn't there was no opportunity to put me in. I guess you know, so it, it's okay. And, and now you're here, and you may be here for 10 years. You may be back in the minors next week. It's just baseball just works that way. Yeah, that's how it works out. You know, I'm here until you never know what can happen. You never know what's, what's next. Luis, thanks a lot for your time. Thank you.